Yo, what's up, guys? You're now listening to the Wild Youth Podcast. Now, it really is a sad and difficult thing for us to think about, right? The fact that without Christ, we are inherently bad. We're born into sin. In another place in Romans, Paul talks about how because of Adam and Eve's sin, we are all now born into that nature of sin. And I know for, for some of us that are people pleasers, we're just thinking, well, just give me the list of what I need to do to be good, to be right, and I'll just do the whole list. Or those of us that are like me, the self-sufficient earners, I'm just like, nah, I can just do it myself. I'll just do it. I'll take care of it. Or those of you that are the independent to the death, meaning you will never ask for help, ever. Then there's those of you that are the optimists, right? Always wanting to assume the best, which is great. So you're thinking, how can that be? What about the people who give thousands or millions to charitable causes, right? What about the teachers who dedicate their lives to kids with little pay in return? What about the soldiers, the policemen, the firefighters who risk laying down their lives for a stranger? Or what about the people that paid for my coffee last week? Right, we look at all of these scenarios, we, we look at all of these people and their lives and the good things that they do. But that's just it. When it comes to being at peace with God, it's not about what we do. Having peace with God comes only through belief in Jesus. Peace with God only comes through belief in Jesus. See, I've been reading through the book of Leviticus, which is really just a, a book of God's instructions to the Israelites regarding how to do proper sacrifices, proper worship, and how to serve on the holy days. And so I want to read to you what God instructs regarding one type of sacrifice. God says, speak to the people of Israel and say to them, when any of you brings an offering to the Lord, you shall bring your offering of livestock from the herd or from the flock. If his offering is a burnt offering from the herd, he shall offer a male without blemish. He shall bring it to the entrance of the tent of meeting that he may be accepted before the Lord. He shall lay his hand on the head of the burnt offering and it shall be accepted for him to make atonement for him. Then he shall kill the bull before the Lord, and Aaron's sons, the priests, shall bring the blood and throw the blood against the sides of the altar that is at the entrance of the tent of meeting. It's getting kind of crazy. Then he shall flay the burnt offering and cut it into pieces, and the sons of Aaron, the priests, shall put fire on the altar and arrange the wood on the fire. And Aaron's sons, the priests, shall arrange the pieces, the head, and the fat on the wood that is on the fire on the altar. But its entrails and its legs he shall wash with water. And the priest shall burn all of it on the altar as a burnt offering, a food offering with a pleasing aroma to the Lord. 
Now that's a decent amount of instruction, isn't it? Did any of you get tired of listening to that? Some honest people in here. Okay, so now imagine being one of the people who have to follow that to the letter. You not only have to listen to it, you have to know it so that you do it correctly. And it's been interesting as I've looked into what the certain instructions from God meant. Because usually there's a meaning behind why he's telling them to do it a certain way. But I've noticed that it ultimately comes down to one thing. Obedience. It's not so much about all the things that they had to do, but their willingness to obey God's instructions. And we too must be obedient, but our obedience looks like believing in the work that Jesus already did for us. And we should be thankful for that, right? We don't have to do any of that anymore. We just have to believe in Jesus. Ephesians 2.8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing, but it is the gift of God. And that's what it's all about. It's not about us earning our way to God. It's about accepting the grace that he's extended us. You see, without faith in Jesus, we are actually slaves to sin, spiritually dead, and at enmity with God. And scripture says that without believing in him, we're actually at enmity. Do you remember what that means? Enmity. A state of being actively opposed to something, or in this case, someone, God. In order to be right with God, to be in a state of peace, just like in the Old Testament where they had to make sacrifices, a sacrifice had to be made for us. John three sixteen through 18 for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only son of God. See, the beautiful thing about this is the sacrifice has already been made. The punishment has already been paid through Jesus. And while the sacrifices of the Old Testament were sufficient in that time because they covered sin, the sacrifice that Jesus made actually does away with sin. Do you notice the difference? Covering versus doing away with. What that means is that Jesus' sacrifice was final. In the Old Testament, they had to go back time and time and time again to make another sacrifice. But when we accept Jesus, it's final. 
his death pays the price. And that's why in our scripture in Colossians, it says, for in him, meaning Jesus, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. That's what that's talking about. Because of his sacrifice, we're able to be in a state of peace with God. See, Jesus, as God, being holy and blameless, offered himself as a sacrifice for us so that we, too, can be holy and blameless before God. We get to take on his righteousness so that after we believe in Jesus and what he did for us, when God looks at us, he sees us through the blood of Jesus. He no longer sees us as sinners. He sees us as saints, holy and righteous and blameless in his sight. Now, I know that for those of us that have believed in Jesus, this might seem like old news. Like, I already know this. I already have this, right? I have this state of being of peace. But let's remember that some of our friends don't. Some of our family members don't. The people that haven't believed in Jesus are currently at enmity with God. And the reason that I started our series on peace here about being in a state of peace with God is because without that, we can't have the feeling or state of mind peace. If we aren't in a state of being of peace with God, we can't have that feeling of peace because that peace comes from God and from the Holy Spirit. So let's never forget the sacrifice that Jesus made in order for us to be in right standing with God, in order for us to be at peace with God. Since we're talking about this tonight, Jesus' life, his death, his sacrifice for us, I figured that it would be fitting for us to take communion. See, when we take communion, that's exactly what we're doing. We are remembering what Jesus did. And some of you might be questioning, well, what is that? Well, maybe you've heard of it as the Lord's Supper, right? That's probably a more common way that you would have, he have heard it in the world, but in church, we call it communion. Now, Jesus did this with his disciples before he was betrayed, arrested, and killed. He instructed them on how to do this. See, we're remembering Jesus' death for us personally. Did he die for everyone in this room? Yes, but he also died for you. He died for me and he died for you. But what this time of communion also should do for us is it should cause us to take a look at our lives. 
to look at our lives and see if there's any sin that we need to confess with God. See if there's anything that we need to get right in our relationship with him. Thanks for tuning in to the Wild Youth Podcast. If you like what you heard, follow us on our socials at the Wild YTH or come in person on Wednesdays from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Stay wild, fam.